Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's time for another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. My name is Miranda. I'll be hosting the episode today and I'm determined to get it right. Uh, we have two hosts and a guest at the table. It's almost like a real regular episode. What? I'm excited. Hi, KB. Hi, guys. It's me, KB. Hi, Miranda. Hi. Hi, going? Hey, Zane. Hello, Miranda. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Good. I'm just waiting for the music to play out at this point. <laughs> I mean, we there we can, go. We can it's done. On. It's finish. done. Um, I really love our opening music. It Thank you, Benedict Braxton Smith. Yes. Thank you, Benedict Braxton He's doing so well he's for himself. so... Yes, he is. He's on tour at the moment. With, with Mean Girls. girls. Yeah. Playing oh. in the pit. Oh. You know, living the high life. Also yes. ASM. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Not ASM. AMD. AMD. I mean, That's if he could different. play and ASM at the same time, <laughs> he's the be ass impressive. musical director. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey Benedict, we love you. You're who else we love? Our guest today. Hey Cam. Hi everybody. It's Cam Rollo. He wasn't going to say his whole name. <laughs> yeah. He's no, trying to do cool. this in secret. Yeah. And maybe if I was talking about the show, I would be doing it incognito as well. <laughs> but but you love this show, right, uh, well, Cam? Uh, well, everybody who, who knows me knows how obsessed I am with Lord of the Rings. So this is going to be like, it's, this the whole time. Like, I still remember when I some I found out about it, I was like, there's a Lord of the Rings musical? What? What? My how two great know loves have yeah. come together. <laughs> this is amazing. Mm. Um, are you also a musicals fan? Yes. 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 Yes, so we're coming from a place of knowledge on both sides <laughs> of the spectrum here. Yes, yes, I've, I've done, yeah, done musical stuff, I've done classical stuff, I work backstage, I do all the whole the whole kit and caboodle, it's, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, and I want to praise you on your choice of garment today, mm-hmm, yes. come dressed in theme. I have, yes, yeah, so I had a, a selection <laughs> of t-shirts, uh, and I picked this one because it's got a song from, song lyrics from the film on the back of it, so yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it has the know. green dragon on the front, because this is front. not a visual medium, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? I don't <laughs> How can they not see well, through look, the microphone? There's a photo, isn't there? Don't there, will be. Anyway, yeah. there will be. Anyway, so it's, um, it's one of several shirts that I got. From we're going to get to know uh, not just your shirts, <laughs> but also you uh, mm-hmm. with a getting to know you quiz. Are mm-hmm. you ready for the quiz? I, I was forewarned by KB, so I listened to a previous episode this morning and made some notes. And oh, well, well, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over prepared. Um, while I prepare the questions, we're going to listen to a short burst of fancy music, also by Benedict Braxton Smith. Wonderful. I wonder if 
Fano will write you a getting to know you theme song. I already have one. Oh, what? No way. And here it is. <laughs> getting to know you, getting to know all about you. That was longer than usual. That's great. Do the whole I appreciate phrase. it. Was that was that just for me now? The, the, um, the, the, that particular yeah. one, yes. It was. Yeah, Miranda, Miranda broke that herself. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little help from you know R and H, but um, anyway, this isn't about me, Cam. This is about you. Yes, good, excellent. Here we go with the first question: <laughs> Which musical character would other people compare you to? So I asked a few people around and a lot of people came back with Prince Charming from Into the Woods and I was like, oh, guys, thanks. And then I was like, wait a minute, isn't he just a massive douchebag? So, <laughs> um, uh, so Yes, yeah, he there, is. There is. I yeah. guess it depends mm. on who you are and yeah. what the interpretation of Absolutely. that character is. But for the most part, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um, and I, I feel like there's, there's, a, there's people who just compare me to Leo Bloom. Um, that's... That's the producer's That's like, uh, guy. Yeah. yeah, two sides of mm. of the mm. scale there. They're, they're, yeah. they're very different characters. Yeah. Very yeah. different. Very different. Maybe characters. in so. some settings you're very much like Prince Charming <laughs> and other settings you're very much like Leo Bloom. Like yeah, they maybe. are very opposite. <laughs> they are. Anyway, we're going to take it, roll with it and move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? And you don't have to pick one of those two because um, no. that would be a conflict, really, Look, to try and. I've got to go with Maria von Trapp. Just, <laughs> that was an unexpected answer. You just like, you know, I mean, it's just, she's great. You know, she's, she's singing, she's an educator, she loves working with kids, she's like, she's the best. She sticks it to the Nazis, like, you know, it's, it's, she's the best. So you want to be the wholesome character that marries a baron. Done. Okay, 100%. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> really? Also, Christopher I've never Palmer. looked at it mm. that way. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I just have to change my whole like philosophy of life. What's your dream role, Cam? I don't know. That's really hard. To, you just like, have to pick one. I like. I'd really like to play Jamie. In the last five years, mm. I think that yeah. would be. I think that would be a lot I of fun. I forgot that Jamie was last five years and I thought you meant everyone's talking about Jamie. And I was like, that's unusual for you, Cam. <laughs> I just say, they've just announced the Australian production yeah. and I went there as well. I was like, really? A lot oh, of range. Right, I don't know, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an excellent role. I well, like yeah, it. But, so yeah, I think that would be fun. I'd, I, I mean, I'm going to point out, um, just to follow on from the previous douchebag comment, mm. Jamie's a bit of a douchebag, he but too. he's interesting, and the songs are fun. <laughs> it's true. Okay, I yeah. think we're getting closer and closer to that Prince Charming. Man, maybe. <laughs> Man, well, it's all just—it's all very subconscious. I would also like—I would also really like to play Judas, but I definitely can't sing it. So that's mm. going to have to be a pipe dream, I think. <laughs> or you just get just so true. super famous that they're willing to take it down a few keys. Oh, that would be yeah, just, just just to make have friends you the with, with Andy Lloyd, and he'll yeah. he'll do it. Well, I mean, Andy I, Lloyd, yeah, I Andy hate Lloyd. That. What just happened? No, no it was, we, we, we call him AL Dubs at work. So okay. that's like... I mean, we, yeah. you I are mean, working you on one of... His, yeah, and Cam is working on one of his shows at the moment, so I guess it's allowed, yeah, right? Totally. You know, he's, he's tight with all of us. It's great. It's, what, what show are you working on? Uh, I'm, I run the props team on School of Rock. 
No, of no, course I'm, you yeah, do. So I, um, I'm just on break at the moment. We just finished up our tour in Sydney uh, and off to Adelaide in a week. Why so, are we talking about yeah. school? Of, oh, we've done it. We've done it. We have. Oh, have it. you? I think I'm pretty you know sure what? we have done it. We've never done a show from the perspective of the props guy, though. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. We've done stage <laughs> okay. manager. We've we done assistant director. <laughs> I mean, yeah, totally. It's it's great. I've now watched slash listened to the show just under 300 times. So oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> still love and stick it to the man. I'm I sure. am. I, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to your favourite Sondheim show. That's also really hard. Uh, it's I okay, go no, yeah, company. Yep. Oh, no, I'll go with company. It's it's a toss up between company and Into the Woods. Okay, and mm-hmm. I've per- I've performed both, and I, I think I think it's got to be company. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Settle on that. It's Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad you made a choice. How do you yeah. feel about the revised version? Of company, yeah, with the gender switch. With the Rosalie oh, yeah. Craig, I, 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 I haven't heard it, but mm. I, when I, I remember reading about it and going, oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it's, yeah. And I mean, Rosalie played Arwen in the Lord of the Rings the musical, so well, cams all over friend. it. Oh, wow, <laughs> nice, nice, su- subtle segue there. Yeah, yeah. although we still have one question left. So. Ooh, oh, okay. um, we two. have two. <laughs> um, your go-to shower song. So it changes depending on what I'm listening to. And for the last week or so, it's been a lot of sea shanties <laughs> because we did, um, I organized a pirates themed bucks party for a mate of mine yesterday. Um, and so I curated a playlist of sea shanties <laughs> and pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack for us to listen to while we drank and played video games. And Amazing. it was awesome. <laughs> so I've had a lot of there was, sea shanties there was, stuck in my head. There was no <laughs> mutiny. There was no... Walking was, the plank. Well, well the, we did We did have to fight a kraken unexpectedly. So that was... We were playing Sea of Thieves and we set up a land at one of the guy's houses. And yeah, it was amazing. So <laughs> it's like an open world video game where you just jump on a ship and sail around and have adventures. And it's All right. the most I guess if fun. you're not actually going to go out and jump on another ship. Well, uh, we, we well, were going to hire of, a boat. You know, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have brought it up. Should have brought it up. Pirates um, don't care about quarantine. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. No. Um, let's move to something less controversial. Uh, you have to delete a musical from existence. Which one is it? Can't be cats. It's gone. It's dead. I, damn it. Uh, I was going to say cats. Um, no, so, wait. You, you, said, you said this was less controversial. Then coronavirus, yes. <laughs> coronavirus. That, uh, well, I, I mean, I would just, I would just delete rent. Like, it's just the worst. That's so, fair. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Normally, when I say that, I get like stabbed. Yeah. Oh goodness, uh, no, so, you are yeah. in good I, company. I stand up for rent, but no one else at this table <laughs> it's, usually it's, does. It's just yeah. every character is awful and unredeemable. And yes. And I know I speak for Julie, yeah. who isn't here, when I say, "Yeah, <laughs> mm. just, just pay, pay your bills." <laughs> yeah. I would uh, say the same about company, mm. but you know. Yeah, mm. nobody really performs <laughs> company at the same rate they perform rent. So. True, and there are fewer characters, so <laughs> I guess I'll let you have it. Yeah, and they're generally less whiny. Mm. Generally. Yes, that's true. They, they are wittier. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, that was fun. Yay! Now we know everything about you. Um, we can steal your identity, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, and you all know what I look like, so it's yeah, bam. Mm. Yeah. KB, you're. A, I guess you get to be mean. You, we both got glasses. It's, you know, it's yeah. Like, I'm just <laughs> probably half your height, so I don't know if anyone would believe it. Let's play some music, Zane. <laughs> All 
right, it's time to talk the show. We are talking about The Lord of the Rings, the musical. Yes. Um, not the opera, not Fellowship, not the other myriad of uh, Lord of the Rings. Interpretations. Interpretations. We're not talking about the books and we're not talking about the films and we're not talking about the extended edition films. We will have to I refer mean, to them at some point. To. Oh, yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of like going on. Veto, veto. We don't have time for this. Um, and welcome to our three-hour oh, yeah. oh. episode, the same length of the musical. <laughs> it is over three hours long. That is something that we do three, know three about. Three and a half hours, it. three acts. Mm, yeah. Three acts. Sixty-five actors. Oh, they cut it. They cut it to fifty for the West End production. Wow. Well, <laughs> if they um, cut it to fifty, it's yeah. no surprise given all of that that it is one of the most expensive musicals that mm-hmm. has ever um, been yes. staged, and unfortunately, um, not very successful. <laughs> the, well, yeah. the biggest commercial flop ever produced in West End. I yeah, think is the congratulations. Title. Well done, Lord of the Rings. Congratulations. Well um, can you tell us a little bit more about it, and then we're going to get you to do the the plot rundown. Okay, sure. Um, maybe we should do three minutes instead of two, given that it's one three acts. One minute for each. <laughs> Is it is it the three books each like sort of they condensed um, some of the story, Uh, so they basically just cut the Rohan plot um, and they just go straight from the breaking of the Fellowship through to uh, Gondor because it's like well in terms of the story it's just like there's a bunch of dudes and they're fighting and then there's a big battle at a castle and then there's a bunch of slightly different dudes and then there's a big battle at a slightly different castle so they just cut the middleman out and we just go one big battle at a castle with a bunch of dudes and then ring in the volcano Uh, so yeah that's that was our three minute oh is that the plot (laughs) no no we'll come back to it we'll come back to it Um, (laughs) so when who what, so, why, where and how? Uh, 2006, it opened in Toronto. Uh, and my friend... Canadia. Yes, yes. right. Um, uh, and my, my friend Claire saw it. Um, that's how I found out about it. Um, she was on tour with choir um, in America or in Canada. I can't remember. Um, and then she went to go see it and, and I was so jealous. I still am jealous. Damn it, Claire. Uh, <laughs> um, Shout out to yeah. um, And... It was. I don't. Okay. First of all, I don't understand how it took so long for somebody to try and make a massive musical based on it because it was. Like, I do, but maybe we'll come back around may, to that. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was so it was composed by this guy who composed *Slumdog Millionaire*, the uh, the music for that, ah. um, and a Finnish folk band called. And I'm gonna get my. Called uh, Flunkin' Bartina. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, I Bartina. don't know how I say it in Finnish. No, I, I got my um, uh, phonetics out, so it's Vartina. Because the A is like a A from cat. I will say one of one of the producers, Saul Zaints, produced the animated he produced film in the, the Ralph Bakshi film yeah yes um, which was for a long time was the the definitive Lord of the Rings and the and Peter Jackson actually took a lot from that into the live yeah. action films um, and that was yeah that was a rotoscope so they had like actors like live actors playing the orcs and the ring wraiths and then it was all rotoscoped together into the animation for the nice. the fellowship it's it's real bizarre it's I'm pretty sure it's all on YouTube so check it out if you can um, it's, I'll see it's, if I can put a link in the show notes. It's, it's Although not related to the musical, guys. Yeah. Come on, focus, focus, focus. <laughs> Sorry, yes, this will keep happening. Um, uh, and the, uh, the guy who directed it, directed Matilda. Um, I can't remember his name. It's written on my Mr. Phone. Matilda. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, well, so it, it opened in Toronto at a cost of 30 million Canadian dollars. <gasps> 30 million <laughs> Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. So, but, like, not real dollars. Uh, so <laughs> well, that's about the same as Australian dollars. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, it ran from fact, March to September um, and received mixed reviews from the press. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, it, yes, and we will also come back to that. Yes. But it won 15 Dora Awards. I'm not sure what Dora Awards I are. I love that. They're called Canadian. Dora Awards. <laughs> she just comes out with backpack and map and she's like, here's your award. Outstanding. New musical. Presumably <laughs> Dora stands for something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess it's an acronym. Drama. Drama. Oh. Association at the end. Rishinlum. Yeah. It's not a word. Yeah, Rishinlum. <laughs> uh, but it won Outstanding Awards. New Musical. Mm. Uh, then it won for Direction, Design and Choreography. It won seven of the 15. It was... Uh, Nominated for that's pretty so good. that's like it's about the same that's as Oscars sweet. And fellowship that's that's like <laughs> it's just under fifty percent of like fifteen awards. So yes, it, it's it good. really is a spectacle, like which can be positive or negative. But, so I, I, I yeah, I refer mm. you to other examples such as King Kong the musical. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the London production costs less than the Canadian production. Mm. Uh, did, after you convert did it from after you convert Canadian it from a Canadian pound? to Australian, no, so twenty five US dollars. Yeah. Is how many Canadian 25 dollars? Twenty five US dollars. Twenty five million, million US dollars <laughs> goes to how much Canadian dollars? Uh, uh, well, I don't know what at the time, but at the moment it goes to around thirty five to thirty seven oh, Canadian dollars. Million Canadian dollars. Can you? Okay, as a producer, Zayna Miranda, if you had thirty seven million dollars to put on a show, would mm. you need all of it? I mean, you can spend as much money uh, as yeah. you have. Yeah. It just depends <laughs> on what you're going to do with the show. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. currently the shows I produce are... $35 million? Slightly less than that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe like, uh, just uh, maybe if you're going to give me money to put on a show, just like $10 million. Just give me ten million. I'll put on a show for you. <laughs> Just a cash. But 10 maybe, mil. but maybe if I wanted to produce something that was going to be, that was going to aim to be the most spectacular thing that's ever been staged. That's true. Like and King something Kong. that was going to aim to to take on the world's biggest, most well-known story. Property, yeah. yeah, you know that you would want to just keep throwing money at that until it was right. Yeah, well, you you would think that with the fan base that. that Lord of the Rings has, if you give them a product that is even just passable, you will make your money back because mm. there's there's literally well, you hundreds look at, of like, millions the of fans in the Child world. Has, yeah. is The script is a bit mediocre, but the show itself is amazing <laughs> and they've thrown a lot of money at that and mm. have definitely earned it all Back. Like, and, and I would have expected the same thing with Lord of the Rings. And a lot of that comes down to the like the the tr- trickery. It's not really the word, but magic. the special effects that they've used to the create pure magic. Pure <laughs> magic. Yeah. It would be interesting to see if if somebody was willing to stage the show in the future. Future, what the changes that we have with um, mm-hmm. snippet, back, like backstage production. 
Yeah. I think well, yes, but like in terms of special, of, you know, in terms of special effects, my like, notes. Yeah. It uh, might be easier. How about Sam yeah, and maybe. Frodo end up together in the end? Everyone <laughs> would love that. That's changing the text. <laughs> um, Not really. <laughs> if you <laughs> watch the movies, you know that that Sam wants to get on that boat. Like <laughs> you can see it. But that's just because they're so good friends. Soulmates. They're soulmates. <laughs> no, but he has to go back to Hobbiton and marry Rosie and have a child. And there's a whole other story that goes on. Well, after. At that, that, po- at that point, he's already married and they've had heaps of kids. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. Anyway. It's, uh, and he does he does get on the boat um, <laughs> once again at the, we're at the end of his life. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe let's you, do the plot. I think if you did uh, if you did stage it for less money, you would get rid of some of those fifty actors. And I think with mm, with new effects, you could kind of substitute for having people on stage with effects happening Absolutely. around the people. On stage. I, I would. Ass- I don't know how much it was used in that original production, but I would assume that now there would be a hell of a lot of digital resource. Mm. 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 You do so much of it and with clever staging, and that you could probably do it with twenty five people and just be better at. Navigating, yeah. mm. though, having Double seen King Kong, I would love to see a Balrog puppet. Oh, oh, right, yes. they could do some amazing work yeah. with puppets on this yes. show. Yes, <laughs> I would yes. love that. And getting on to plot, mm. that's how the first act ends. What? <laughs> All right, let's do okay, let's, let's do go. the three minute plot before right. we start losing listeners because they're like, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Fair guys, what? Fair. Read the books and then come back and finish the episode. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. We'll see you in ten years. <gasps> By the way, Frodo dies. Um, <laughs> no, so, I, spoiler alert for everyone who has who isn't familiar, but <laughs> my sister, my sister was reading the books. Um, she would read the book in the lead up to the movie coming out right, she read the book yeah. and I was like a book ahead of her basically mm. we were reading it somewhat at the same time mm. and um, is it uh, um, in the second it's in the second book in Two Towers when Frodo gets stung by the um, by Shelob by yeah. Shelob and you know the book makes it seem like he dies. Yes, yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs> I said to my sister, Are oh, you gonna be so sad when Frodo dies? And it's just like, Oh yeah, whatever, like pff, as if he's gonna die. And there's three books, there's a whole other book. <laughs> she gets that part. She comes at me like Yeah <laughs> Like it was my fault. Anyway. That kind of was. It kind of was. <laughs> Um, I never read the books. Timer. I'm trying to set a timer. Here we go. Okay. Um, do you want like the one minute warning? Yes, for each please. act. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, get busy. Alrighty. So, uh, the there's a magical ring. Uh, <laughs> what? It's the one ring to rule them all. The one ring to rule them all. So the Dark Lord Sauron has forged a ring to control the other rings of the elves because he turned himself into an elf and tricked the elves into making magical rings. Uh, I don't know how deep they go into this in the musical. But anyway, I'm sure it's like a brief monologue yeah. uh, in a three and a half hour musical. It's the prologue uh, in Elvish. Yes. So there's a, a great battle. Sauron is defeated uh, and the good guys claim his ring. And instead of destroying it, they keep it because men are inherently corrupt. 
Uh, <laughs> that's half your time. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> We've only done the setup for the first act. Yeah, come that's on, fine. Come on, get going. So then uh, uh, hobbits, which are like KB-sized people. Yeah. Uh, uh, they actually feet. are because I've been to Hobbiton and I fit in the Hobbit doors. Aww. So, <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Frodo Baggins uh, inherits the ring from Bilbo Baggins. Go read The Hobbit for that story. Uh, and go embarks on a quest uh, to destroy this ring because it's the only way to defeat the Dark Lord with a mishmash I of... I didn't know Voldemort was in this show. <laughs> hey, that's one uh, minute. That's yeah. the end of Act One. That's cool. Yeah. Is that <laughs> the end of Act One? That's <laughs> fine. Really I've got a whole two other minutes. Oh, Each right. book is considerably short. Okay, so, here we go. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so mishmash of other characters. They uh, go on an adventure. Gandalf dies in Moria when he gets slain by a fire demon. There we go. That's the end of Act One. Gandalf uh, is a wizard. <laughs> Oh, sorry, yes, Gandalf, yep. Gandalf the wizard. Um, uh, then the party splits, which don't ever do that in D&D, guys. Um, uh, Frodo and his best mate Sam go off to destroy the ring by themselves. Best mate, nothing more. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the rest of the group go to help the forces of men to defeat all of the evil orcs, which are the, um, the bad guys in this fantasy setting. Um, Frodo and Sam meet the character Gollum who used to have the ring and is all creepy and cursed uh, and wants it back (laughs) and desperately wants it back because the ring is addictive it's like a horcrux basically for all you Harry Potter nerds out there Um, yeah that's where JK got the idea nothing in her books is original Uh, (laughs) let's move on move on quickly Uh, so uh, and then I believe the second act in the musical ends with the siege of the city of kings um, which is the big battle in the castle um, which which is where they've combined uh, the Rohan plot and the Gondor plot from the books. Act three. Act three. So um, the the good guys win at the castle, but oh no, Frodo and Sam are stuck in Mordor and they still haven't destroyed the ring because the ring is taking over Frodo and it's corrupting him and he's going to turn mm. and keep oh it God. for himself. It's such a psychological uh, drama. It is, it really is. But uh, thankfully... At the uh, the penultimate moment, where he's standing in the volcano and he decides, "No, the ring is mine," uh, and Gollum comes out of nowhere and is like, "Nah, bitch, it's mine," and then like bites his finger off and falls into the volcano and uh, dies, and the ring is destroyed and everything is happy. Well, that was short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you get any of the epilogue story? I honestly don't know. All I know about the musical you, is the soundtrack. You do. So you do? Aragorn becomes king and marries Arwen. Uh, Frodo, weary by his quest, decides to leave Middle-earth forever and sail with Bilbo, Gandalf and the great elves to the lands of the West. So and Sam was on that, but epilogue. was Sam on there? Sam, no. Sam, Sam goes and Frodo later. together. After bidding farewell to their friends <laughs> Sam, Merry and Pippin, return to the Shire. Yeah. But Sam, Sam does t- go later. Later on in his life, yeah, because he misses Frodo so much and his <laughs> knows he made him. Honestly, I've okay. I have something to admit: is I never watched like well, the movies when they came out. I never read the book as a kid. I'm a massive Harry Potter nerd. That is me. I was forced to watch the trilogy because I had a bet with my boyfriend at the time that I could get him to like Disney Pixar and he had a bet that he could get me to like Lord of the Rings. So I sat through way more Lord of the Rings than he did Disney Pixar. And I just find so much of the storyline long and boring. If there is one defining trait of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, it is that it is long in every iteration of it. And I just don't know how they put this into a musical expecting that it was going to be anything but long. And boring with people singing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, see, I like because it's 
I, I hear it compared to the ring cycle all the time, which is the, the Wagner I think that's opera. just because they both have ring in the title. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they, they, um, in terms of length, but see, the ring cycle is staged over two or three nights. Mm. Um, and, and I think that was one of the original ideas for this musical, but then they decided not to do that. But that could be something to restage it because that's what they yeah. do with Harry Potter. Break right? it yeah. up into yeah. four acts, but have an hour and a half gap in between and an interval yeah. long enough in between. Which one. It's really quite good. Um, but we're not talking about Harry Potter. We're talking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so just super briefly, stylistically, mm. the music. So um, the the Finnish band, um, uh, what was it? Va- 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 Vartina. Vartina. Something about a cat. Vartina. Yes. So that, yeah, they, I think they're a really excellent choice because a lot of the text is in Elvish, which, well, there's, Sorry, I'll try and keep this brief. So there's two Elvish languages that Tolkien <laughs> right? There's Quenya and Sindarin, and Quenya is like the if Sindarin is English, Quenya is like Latin. Um, but it's a lot the, of it's the, the older it's the older language, one. Yeah. But they wrote a lot of the Elvish in this musical in Quenya because no, of the Elvish. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of the Elvish characters are quite old, and that was sort of their their tongue. And Quenya is based mostly on the Finnish language because um, uh-huh. Tolkien was a was a, a linguist and a linguist scholar and he created languages. That's how he wrote the story. Yes. Um, and Sindarin is based more on Welsh. Um, and so I think t- getting a, a Finnish band to help create the music for this was very inspired. Mm. Um, so it's very folky. It's, yeah, it's very folky. Yeah. There's especially the Elvish tracks. There's a lot of like yodeling and um, the... Um, it doesn't seem the, very Elvish to me. Well, it's, yodeling. It's, it's like, yeah, it's right. But then mm. like, have you seen those videos of like the, the, the people out in, out in the, the snowy forests on YouTube and they're doing like the cattle calling and... Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. like, it's like that. Yeah. Um, mm. So and then you have the hobbits, which are like Celtish, yeah, and it's They're all very, very like happy and jolly. Party. And yeah, the the, the hobbits, hobbits are often hobbit portrayed stuff. as Irish. Yeah. I think it's the drinking. Basically, yeah, um, the hobbit stuff is very jar- almost jarringly different. But I think, yes. I th- well, I think the elvish stuff is jarringly different because it's supposed to be like here we here we have the hobbits. They're your main characters, and then they get thrust into this. Um, brand new exotic fantastical world and it's supposed to be a little bit off-putting but even when you were listening to it before miranda when it switched into the hobbit song you verbally were like oh yeah yeah it it seems to be a flip the other way because there's more elvish music in this than there is hobbit music there's there's only like three hobbity songs Mm. um whereas the rest not nearly enough hobbity songs if you ask me well no and it's um the story itself doesn't doesn't stay in that in that feel, in that hobbity fun, we like. No, to it doesn't. It's, dance it's, on a table. Yeah, it's very much goes into like sort of the the elvish um, big drama. Yeah, big Story drama. Of that, our yes, time. yes, and it's possibly the reason that it didn't succeed as well as it. Like when you think Lord of the Rings, you think, well, at least I think the Hobbits, maybe because we're the same size, but. Um, <laughs> If I was to go, I would have expected more. Mm, yeah, and you do want it to be more about the yeah. hobbits and more about Frodo's because Frodo's journey is like he, that's the through line of the story. And that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. if I can digress a yeah, little I bit, mean, I think that's why the Hobbit movies failed is because they weren't about the Hobbit yeah. anymore. They were excellent. They were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. The fate of the kingdom of men is really a, a B plot. Yeah, it's to yeah. Very Frodo much and yeah. Sam yeah. making yeah. a way to. And it's uh, often the case. Their lives together. <laughs> as is often the case when you take something that is a giant entity, be mm. it books or mm-hmm. movies or trilogies of movies and you want to turn it into a live action show you're going to add music and Mm. add and add and add and add you've really got to hone in on 
one storyline, and I think mm. that was never going to happen successfully. With that, yeah, that Lord of the Rings. Hard. Um, um, do you have a favorite song? I really like the Cat and Moon song, um, okay. which is the sort of the introductory song to the Hobbits, which is their big party um, in the Shire, like Bilbo's birthday. Dancing on tables. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> uh, and but I think my favorite song is Wanda, which is what Galadriel sings. Um, that's third act. Yeah. Third act. Yeah. When she's. It's like a reprise of yeah. what she sings in Act One, uh, Act Two. Sorry, top of Act Two, which is which is Lothlorien, uh, La La yeah. which, which is what with, my with favorite song is. <laughs> yeah, Lothlorien, Lothlorien. Mm. I just it's, like saying the title. Yeah. Lothlorien. So, um, Honestly, are we, are we talking about casting yet? Not yet. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Come okay. the farm. Right. Come I mean, the farm. Although, if we're we're somewhat done with this section, um, we just need to get to bad reviews. Unfortunately, without Julie. Without Julie, how's the theme song gonna go? Bad, bad reviews, reviews without, without Julie. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good, Red. I'm glad we're well, on the same page. You know, I'm glad it, I got to witness it. It had a sadness. It did. Because it, of the lack of Julie. Yeah, it is. It is. It's time. And of- that's how you write songs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see what my favourite parts of some of these are. There's quite a few to choose from, I'm there not going to lie. Um, <laughs> there was one on, it's called West End Winges. <laughs> um and it says, while the program might help with the plot, it is of no use whatsoever when it comes to the songs, other than admitting to who wrote them. Nope, no song list at all. One needs say no- one needs say nothing more, really. That's not a sentence. But we will anyway. The music is by R.A. Rahman and that band that I can't pronounce. Um, towards the beginning, it sounded occasionally like the theme of the last of the summer wine, but it settled down into a kind of river dance Enya mashup. Don't ask us to hum any of it. We couldn't. The lyrics failed to inspire, but to be fair, we couldn't make many of them out. Occasionally, this was because they weren't in English. (laughs) Some woman sang in a foreign language for a while and then swapped for English, at which point Andrew managed to catch a few phrases such as, let the sunlight free the heart and the tides of our life are turning before deciding the effort wasn't worth it and plugging in his iPod. (laughs) (laughs) There were a couple of big numbers involving hobbits waving their arms around. Was this hobbit sign language? The winges wished they'd brushed up on their brushed up on theirs as it was the only way they were going to understand the song then it goes into like how good other people were um what's this one say this one says charles spencer of the daily telegraph said that while michael thuriot's charismatic and creepy performance as Gollum was admirable along with those of frodo and sam the show was hated by his 14 year old son an avid fan of the peter jackson lord of the rings film it runs i fear its run i fear will be Nasty, brutish, and short, Spencer Oof. concluded. The oh, Independent me. called it an inadequate Tolkien adaption and said the storytelling is rushed. Using the headline, Flawed of the Rings, the Sun said the show's melodies were tune-free and the lyrics were swamped by the massive band, overblown, over-orchestrated, and now over here, its critics said. Oh. But the paper praised... Thoreau's potentially award-winning performance is a weirdly whiny, slithery golem. And and that's a standout performer. And that says nice things. We don't want to know that. (laughs) Where's another one that says bad things? Can I share with you one of my favourites? Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) 
The Evening Standard's Kieran Quirk's one-star review. Oh, no. Here's the opening line of his review, everyone. People said it couldn't be done, and they were right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's my favourite. And the Toronto Star, where it started, labelled it Board of the Rings, while the Variety dubbed it a saga of short people burdened by power jewellery. And that is where we will end. Bad reviews without jewellery. And this section, let's go on to lessons. What have we learnt from The Lord of the Rings, the musical specifically? I guess we learned that money doesn't fix everything. (laughs) (laughs) Money doesn't always fix everything. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but there was a significant injury in the West End run where... One of the rangers broke his leg. Yeah. It was a preview. His leg got stuck in the stage stage machinery. Yeah. which is Damn, that's horrifying. I yeah. mean, yeah. So that that's that's Spider Man and this one, both yeah. huge scale franchise s- musicals, but like stage <laughs> a effects, little yeah. lacking on the workplace health and safety, mm. or just yeah, or just bad luck. Like, uh, well, I I think it's like the ambition. If you're if you're doing something so new that people don't know what you're doing, then it's hard. Mm. I think it would be very hard as a performer to like adjust to that on the fly on stage so maybe money doesn't fix everything money doesn't (laughs) fix everything we've learned money doesn't fix everything still it can it can fix something a lot of Um, things in my life could be fixed (laughs) um i think we also learned that there's there's definitely an art of taking something that's popular and then has a big following we've seen many musicals come through spider-man even like evil dead even though it's a parody has this big fandom and fans are expecting a certain thing and it doesn't always translate you've you're taking a massive trilogy and you've turned them into movies which has already cut out a lot of things and then you're taking those and making them into a musical you're cutting out even further and not always for the better i guess in that what they wanted was something completely different. I think, honestly, I think that this musical maybe tried to stay too true to the source material mm. in the sense that it is not really a musical. No. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just a, an extravaganza with music inspired by the text. Mm-hmm. Play the um, songs. Uh, but it, it doesn't even, even read like a play. Like it. It's like uh, because you, they talk about the big battles and and the extravagant uh, the the like epicness of it all, and the songs kind of sound like a soundtrack rather than a musical recording. So it's just well, a spectacle. I mean, yeah. which is interesting because uh, well because uh, a lot of the music is is diegetic because yeah um, because like there's music is such a huge part of Tolkien's work. Like the, the the creation myth in Lord of the Rings is is literally the world was formed by a song, um, uh, which is what the the Saruman track on the soundtrack is like a brief right. part of that. Um, and so you have like Gimli's song is literally that's the character is singing because it's it's a he's singing his grief and and you know and same with Legolas in the top of Lothlorien he comes in and he's singing his joy but that's actually like it's not a sing about it like in most musicals where it becomes this heightened thing it's actually like no no this is now this is where this is a totally normal thing for us to sing like the the all the hobbit songs is like yeah they're singing because it's part of their culture and part of their social thing so it's it's like i don't know i think it would have worked better as an opera 
I think yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah. what they created you're right it I isn't think, really a musical it's I think the scale of it would have worked better as an opera as well mm. or take it entirely the other way make it the arena spectacular and yeah and make it as huge as possible yeah something you know, like take um, that cast of 50 and make it 100 and what yeah. was what was the um, How to Train Your Dragon that yeah, arena spectacular that was, was awesome. incredible they could absolutely do that with Lord of the Rings and maybe tackle one at a time to yeah. put all three and try and do it in three acts in three hours. That's a big ask. I think now that mm. Cursed Child has done it, I mm. think you could definitely have a three-day event where you have the, th- the trilogy one after the other. Yeah. Um, but again, like I, I honestly think the, for me, the disjointedness in this, in this show is what the music is and the, the scale of the action in the story yeah. they don't really mesh in my brain um, that's being said I haven't seen it on stage so I don't know how it is meant to that but just imagining like everything that's written about it everything that it says it is about it like the music doesn't really fit with the the scale that I think everyone was watching Mm. Yeah. Um, let's refocus back to lessons. I oh, yes. think following on from that, I think there's something to be learned in if you're gonna if you're gonna tackle something, make sure it's better than the last version yes. that we saw. Yeah. Mm. And um, I'm I'm not saying that Peter Jackson's films were perfection, and they're not. Especially you go back for the rewatch <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> or what watch it for 20, the first time. Twenty years ago, like, you know. Oh, yeah, 2001. Yeah, some of that CGI, you're like, oh. Some of it held up pretty some good. Of it's some of it held up pretty good. Some of it hasn't. <laughs> some of those 80s music transitions <laughs> are hilarious now. But 80s um, music transitions? Oh, you know when they like overlap to like transition into the next scene, it's like a cross dissolve. Of music? Yeah. Oh, no, no, of people. So like there's oh. one scene overlaying the next scene as it comes through it's guys go back and watch it you'll understand it when you see it i love it maybe i just thought it was elven magic um but i i think that's something that we see in in this and we see have seen in various other um particularly when they try people try and pick up pop culture yeah things if it's not better than the last thing we saw then you're just going to be poorly compared yeah i i think that's what i was getting at yeah it's it's similar to what i was saying is like right for the medium that you're in like so Lord of the Rings mm, isn't yeah. inherently a musical. If you're going to make it a musical, you have to write a musical. Yeah, you can't, you can't just be Lord of the Rings on stage with, with elves singing. Yeah, um, or it can be, but make, make it, it that. a musical. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. And Hell, why? make it a rock opera. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a yeah. rock opera. Uh, yeah. um, there's uh, so much like metal music. Uh, get get um, I mean, the like, dwarves I mean, and the battle and the Balrog. All of that could be. Well, I mean, like, uh, I'm I'm sure Led Zeppelin would have done the same thing <laughs> back in the day. Like they I have, they living for it. Can't yeah. wait to hear well, they, that. Well, they version. have five songs that are just about the Lord of the Rings. So yeah, it's like it's, yeah, they're massive Fantastic. fans. I guess this is something I learned more from watching. I only watched the movies last year, so more from watching the movies is that I struggle to connect. With the storyline that features two female characters who are very plithy and not very well written. Um, so, <laughs> for me, coming into Lori Singh, like, although it's a, a story about friendship and, and a journey and a quest and like doing the right thing or like how power and corruption and greed takes over, it's still a story. <laughs> about dudes and it would be so much different if Gandalf went to the female hobbits and were like take this ring back and they're like nah mate you're magic magic it back into the volcano <laughs> like you're more than capable of doing this yourself um, it's like if you had just given it to any <laughs> old like 
given it to Rosie. Just given it to Rosie. <laughs> yeah. She would have just been like, uh, okay. Okay. I, I think it's it's interesting the way I mean it's a product of its time, which is, you know, unfortunately why there's like three female characters and they never speak to one another. Mm. But I think it's interesting the the way <gasps> that test be dead. Yeah. yeah. Um I to think be it's interesting fair, the way they that are all quite powerful, powerful. Uh, characters. In Absolutely. Their status, yes. Well in the same like I would say that Galadriel is almost exactly the same as Saruman. Uh, uh, yeah, she yeah. she's the antithesis. And even even to Sauron, like even yeah. even in the sort of the lore, like Sauron would never cross the river to get into Lothlorien because he knew he couldn't do it, not without getting yeah. the ring back. Yeah. Um, then that's part of... Um, God, now I'm going back. So part, so part <laughs> yeah, of the text from Lothlorien and Wanda comes from path. a poem from Fellowship where she's talking about sort of the spread of her power and the, the vow of what she'll do to protect the land. But what I was trying... Well, back to the <laughs> to where I was before. Um, the you could, you could absolutely gender flip all of the roles. Mm. And it would not change the story one bit. Well, but it would yeah, provide a much greater spread of representation. Frodo and Sam. Yeah. Frodo could easily. And any be. of the hobbits. Um, yeah. Gandalf, absolutely. And I guess that's the um, point is the lesson that I took away from at least watching this film is that I need that in what I'm watching because mm. I haven't read the books and they might be stronger in the books. But if you go back and watch the films, there is like they're not there, and yeah. that character that you know, but as a backstory when you watch it after reading the books, I don't see that, and I guess that's my. I would be interested to see the musical if it is based in that elven world, because I'd like to 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 believe that Galadriel and Arwen are bigger, stronger presence than they are in the films. Well, yeah, they're not characters in the Fellowship and I think the Fellowship is created yeah. of all men yeah. and therefore that's pretty much all you're going to see. Uh, they're not all men. Some of them are hobbits and dwarves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but I will say like, it, uh, it was written as a reflection on World War One, yeah. So that that's a lot of where the the plot and the story comes from is is a reflection of his time in the war. Yeah. So. Um, I have another lesson. Yep. Even if Judy Dench says she likes it, <laughs> doesn't mean you're gonna get through. I mean, Judy Dench is an actor; she can lie. She can lie. <laughs> she also maybe might have fallen asleep in act two. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Maybe maybe she and uh, Ian McKellen went together and they and they just had a great time. Maybe they oh made jokes to each other about the show and they loved they loved, loved the jokes it. that they were making. Aww. I mean, to be fair, Kevin Spacey also said that he loved it. So we don't need to talk about. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not giving that guy airtime. Um, uh, speaking of airtime, we're really clicking the clock here. Okay. So let's move on to mm-hmm. Dreamcast. Oh. <laughs> I'm putting on a production of The Lord of the Rings, the musical. You don't um you don't like when I do this, Miranda. <laughs> but I'm gonna do it I anyway. Think the original cast is <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't think the thing. original cast is perfect oh, okay. of the musical, but I would really like to see Andy Serkis play oh, yeah. Gollum in like live. Because yeah. I think he is such a wonderfully physical actor that it's kind of a shame that we only hear his voice in the movies. Yeah. Um and I know that he was like the weird CGI dot thing Mo-cat. going on yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah he, he put in the work for that. he put in the work but i would like to 
Like just I would love to see and, that and, and applaud it. Face. Yeah, you know, like that's who the standing ovation should be for. Um, he's directing movies now yeah. and stuff, so yeah. I think he's probably far too busy. He's very talented, though. It is a dream cast. So I'm going to let you have. Yes, it. yes. <laughs> when you find 35 million dollars, yeah. <laughs> and you spend half of it on Andy Serkis, yeah. and the other half on Ian McKellen. Exactly. <laughs> He hands oh, down would do Ian it. Ian McKellen. He, he totally did cats. Did. He did cats. All right, we're taking he, the whole movie he, cast. He, he totally, I mean, on, honestly, if we're talking dream cast, I mean, that's one of the things the Jackson films absolutely <sighs> crushed it. Um, uh, I, I mean, a lot of people disagree on Frodo just because they cast him so young. But I, um, yeah, just let's just go back in time and chuck in the original cast and like, like Billy Boyd can sing. The the. Yeah. It's yeah. all fine. Look, yeah. I know. I've Just always get been Daniel an Radcliffe as No, I've yeah, always been fine. an Elijah Wood fan. Keep him in. Keep mm. him in. I don't mind Elijah Wood, but if you want a younger Elijah Wood, go Daniel That's Radcliffe. That's true. <laughs> and he's proven his theatrical worth. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Efron, though. For Orlando Bloom. Let's kick him out. For Legolas. For Legolas. No, no, I want to play Legolas. God damn it. Zach Efron needs a place um, and his place will be Legolas. Okay. <laughs> KB, there are 50 characters in this. Like, he does Orc not need to play. number four. Yeah, he does not need to play Legolas. Okay. Um, um, yeah, also, he's probably, way too short to play he's pr- Yeah, he's probably not too, like, he's not lithe Gimli. enough. He's Gimli. He could totally but be he's Gimli. But he's not... <laughs> Stop who's, who's, who's the other Boromir. Who's, who's, He's Boromir. He's Boromir. Yeah. Actually, he could play Aragorn. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. I could like that you got that from the Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel him as an Aragorn. You haven't seen him audition yet. Just let him read the sides <laughs> first, Miranda. <laughs> it's beautiful. So, um, Peter Jackson did quite famously did. recast Aragorn in he the He did in at, the, the, at the very last minute. Um, yeah, it was yeah. Stuart Townsend. Who? Stuart Townsend? I will say, I do, th- I do think young. Zac Efron should be Boromir and Jake Gyllenhaal should be Aragorn. Oh, yeah, that's see, that's better. See, I, better. I, okay. Oh god, they're gonna hate me. I, <laughs> I would, I would recast this show with the cast of School of Rock. Um, I'd get all As the kids to play the Hobbits. Say, when you say they're gonna yeah. hate me, are you? T- we're gonna hate you? <laughs> no, no, no. Or the, the cast, cast, the of cast, of yeah, because they're, hate they're you. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Zach, but you're Gollum. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, that's that's I. They're, they're all most of them are massive nerds. I've taught like half of them to play D and D. It's been great. Uh, <laughs> the children or the adult I, cast the are adult, all. The adult cast. <laughs> I want to uh, see the um what. what I want to see the TikTok. I was going to say, oh, I, want, I want to see the video. I want to see the TikTok of the, the School of Rock cast playing D&D in the dressing room. Um, in the <laughs> well, interval, well, we're going to get, some, we're going to run some games in Adelaide. So I'm sure it'll, it'll happen. It'll, it'll happen. happen. Yeah. The children the, can film well, the TikTok. The, the, the kids are obsessed with TikTok and they're all dancing. They've taught me some choreo side stage. Yeah, don't get, like, don't get sucked in, Cam. <laughs> they're so talented. They are very talented, <laughs> but TikTok is not what we need in our lives. Quick move on. Oh, come on. We we all used Vine back in the day. It's just the same thing. But anyway, we we've we've gotten off track. Um, Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I don't have any other strong cast. Who would you have as no, Gandalf? The, 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 the um, Ian McKellen. Uh, the, um, no, yeah. the yeah. Um, really. Who's the guy? I always forget his name, but he does well, mu- does George. music theatre and also does film and TV, and he's currently the main character in Mindhunter. Oh, Jonathan Groff. That's the one. Yes, I I think he would be. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure that's it. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, he he would be a great Legolas. Um, he yeah would be. I'll give mm. you that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. He's got he's got the he's got the look. He's got the jaw. He could he could pull that off. He's got the voice. Mm. 
Yeah. He's got it all by the sound. He's got of it all. <laughs> Unfortunately, he doesn't like women. So. Um, <laughs> speaking of women. Yeah. <laughs> a Galadriel? An yes, Arwen? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the Galadriel on the West End was, was, um, went on to play Mary Poppins. Um, so you're looking yes. at that kind of a... And Arwen was Rosalie Craig. Yes. Who um, was the female in company. <laughs> female Bobby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well then, okay, um, if we're looking at a Mary Poppins-esque type of character. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews it is. <laughs> Julie, Andrews Julie Andrews shall play. As Galadriel. Galadriel. Who refuses to sing. Um, You're fine. Oh, anymore. It's going to be awkward. Yeah. No, who um, played? Adina um, Menzel as. Adina Menzel <laughs> as Galadriel would actually be fascinating. <laughs> it would be a something. Yeah. It would be something. Yeah, yeah the most... Broadway nasal um, elf I, that has ever you existed. Could definitely go Bernadette Peters and outdo Adina Menzel in that way. Mm. <laughs> Was okay. it Sarah Backer who played Mary Poppins here in Australia? I that think sounds so. familiar. Yes. yes. I'd cast her. Let's yeah, cast her. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, well, I think we're done here and it's time to put this show on some top five lists. Top fives. I'm going to say top five franchise musicals like Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter is not a mm. musical. I mean, a Harry Potter musical could be put on that list. Harry Potter musical is amazing. So, yes, yeah, it's totally. Yeah, it's, it's a franchise musical. musical. Yeah. Oh, Chris Child doesn't have yeah, any singing bad. in it, it has music. Mm. Evil Dead. Top, top. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sister Act the, um, Heather's Like there's yeah. lots of Cult following the But they're kind not franchise They're not franchise No they're not And I would wager It's not on the top five of those Oh goodness yeah. no It's not <laughs> yeah. on the top five of yeah. those uh, But I'm going to keep it On the franchise <laughs> <laughs> Top five trilogies To be turned into one show That is that. <laughs> oh, yeah I mean, oh, Is there another is We'll there be another getting The that? Hunger Games Soon enough I'm sure Hunger Games oh, yes, Twilight the musical is probably surely, out there somewhere. Surely the Hunger Games would be an arena spectacular. Oh my and goodness! Twilight I hope would so. be an opera. Twilight oh, would be yes. pop opera. Yeah, mm. pop opera. Mm. A pop opera. Um, <laughs> top, top five, five well, flops. Top, definitely, yeah. I top, mean, top five. It's number one and top five most expensive productions. Yeah, financial, <laughs> financial losses. losses. Yes. Because uh, on Broadway, that is still Spider-Man Turn of the Dark. Right? Yes. Well, this yeah. never went this, to Broadway. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah. that's what I mean. But yeah. I think if your aim is to make roughly 700000 Australian dollars a week, you're probably not. How much do you think Hamilton gonna, makes a week? Oh, more than that, but yeah. let's not get into a Hamilton debate today. What happens when you charge $1,000 a yeah, ticket? There you go. That's, that's what you'd have to do. <laughs> Just yeah. get that hype look, train going. Look, uh, I before this existed, I'm sure there is a world that a lot of people could imagine where people would be paying a thousand dollars a ticket yes, to see. The but no producer version. would have thought yeah. to charge a thousand dollars a ticket. Please move on. Well, <laughs> 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 my head explodes. Uh, it's <laughs> I want top okay. five value for money. You know, <laughs> you get dollar you get, to minute. That's high. It's pretty good. <sighs> Three um, and a half hours. I do think it's top five biggest casts. Oh, goodness, oh, yeah. yes. Longest what was the one? Was it War of the Worlds mm-hmm. had a lot of people? Yes, Condide and War of the Worlds are both on that yeah. list. Nice. Over With over 60. Yeah. Lots. 
Lots the Titanic lots probably is up there. That had 40, didn't it? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. It was big, really? but it wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't as big, no, it wasn't but it, big. to get the five. Any other top fives? Top <sighs> five, like... Top five shows Judy Dench love. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I don't I'm know. Just I'm think, just are there any other the fantasy five. musicals? Fantasy. Most, fa- fa- most fantasy stuff winds up in opera. I mean, there's a lot so, of, like, like Wonderland... Mm. Yes. Is technically fantasy, um, and I then Spider-Man sh- is technically sh- shows that kind of have that real world switch into not real world. Like I like I wouldn't call Sweeney Todd fantasy, but it's, it's definitely reality. been staged like a fantasy. Mm. I mean, in, Little Shop could also this be is, said. Yeah. We're talking like. Epic fantasy, like, yeah, like yeah, epic. I don't think yeah, D and D nerd fantasy, yeah. Game of Thrones the musical. It's got to happen. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it's coming, guys. Uh, yep, I'm sure. I don't know why D and D the musical hasn't happened yet. Uh, have you not seen Tripods one? No. Tripod versus the dragon. There's a Dungeons and Dragons musical. It's the greatest thing in the world. All right, go check it out. I will. I will have to check we'll it out. We'll be talking about that one next week. Bring me back. <laughs> Top um, five musicals taught me episodes that mention Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Yes. 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 Um, and if you love a bit of D&D, a bit of fantasy, a bit of storytelling, mm. um, slightly less music, there, um, there are we have at least network. one on our network. Oh, There's yes. like four now. But are they all still running? No. They're so still L&D is still running, which is an actual, Law and Disorder, actual just play. Yes, yeah, so a Law and actual Disorder. Actual play. Actual play podcast. But then there's also Hooked, which is a storytelling hook podcast, so stories you can put into your game and then there's dungeon deep dive which is basically a history podcast looking at things that you can put from history into your dungeons and dragons game that's amazing we're a bunch of nerds yeah Yeah. i mean we are a bunch of nerds (laughs) (laughs) um well i think i think we finished talking about the lord of the rings the musical is that fair to say Mm. um we did keep it under three and a half hours so you're welcome welcome. (laughs) (laughs) oh actually Top five three-act musicals? Yeah. I can't think of another one. I'm sure there is. You know what? It used to be the standard. You go back to like (laughs) turn of the century, Mm. (laughs) um, you know, 1910s, 1920s, even 1930s, they were still doing three-act musicals. We didn't get down to two-act musicals until the late 30s, 40s, 50s, when we started hitting that golden area of of Broadway. Before that, the standard came from opera, which was three acts. Yeah, interesting. So it wasn't until we hit the American Broadway musical that we lost the three-act People just didn't have time for that third act. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Too Um, busy. But the difference is it wasn't three one-hour, 15-minute acts. It was was three much shorter acts and usually done that way because each act had a single static set that they were changing the interval. Um, So which I assume is very not the case in this. Uh, well, it's a big old revolving stage, so yeah. I think yeah. really unnecessary. Just a leg constantly changing constantly the whole time. One that eats your the limbs. opposite of a static set. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. A little bit of musical history yeah. for everybody at home. Um, if you want to talk serious nerd musical theatre history, that is <laughs> mm. my jam. <laughs> um, but what else is going on in your life, Cam? Um, Anything you want to plug? 
you're in Adelaide, come see School of Rock. Uh, what, are the, what are the dates? <laughs> um, and so particularly we, applaud the prop work. Oh, okay. yes, 100%. Yeah. All, all the stuff that you see just getting yeeted on stage from uh, prompt side, <laughs> that's me throwing it. So <laughs> Every time uh, something comes on prompt, there's one yeah. guy in the audience going, yeah, go Cam! <laughs> beautiful, You beautiful. didn't hit a kid this time. Well yeah, right, actually, I've never hit a kid. I did hit one of the adults, but to be fair, they weren't supposed to be where they were. So. Oh, wow. Fair <laughs> fault. Fair fault. Um, uh, yeah, no, the kids all know to just get out of my way. Uh, uh, no, they won't. When are the dates, Cam? Sorry, when are so the dates? Wait, uh, oh, God, I fly down on the 16th, so we must open on the 19th of April in Adelaide, and then we close on the... Sorry, open on the 19th of March, close on the 19th or 20th of April, whichever date the Sunday is. Great. And what yeah. theatre are you in? Uh, so we're in the Adelaide Festival Centre, which is up on the north side of you know, the big square grid that is Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's near the um, Botanic Gardens and the zoo. Yeah, you awesome. can't miss it. Yeah. And um, Cam will personally draw you a map to the theatre. <laughs> 100%. I'll, I'll, it'll be like a little we'll put prop it in the map. show notes. Uh, yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for coming on, Cam. No Kevin, if you want to find us, you can find us in all the regular places on the social media networks. Except um, TikTok, we don't do that. No, Julie will change that soon, I'm sure. (laughs) But until then. Um, Facebook, Twitter, um, at Musicals Teach Me on Twitter and Instagram. But uh, the full old Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know on Facebook and the full title on Patreon, where you can become one of the greatest people on earth. this middle earth and also the regular earth <laughs> mm-hmm. uh you can send us um one us dollar a month as little as you can yeah. give more you if, more if you think it's worth it five us dollars yeah. or 10 or more <gasps> or 20 100 us dollars a month i believe it's 20 us dollars a month obligates us to get you on to do a show. <gasps> oh. Um, and also Pay you get play. very <laughs> exclusive content um, that Miranda and I... <laughs> segment that we've come up with. Could KV and Miranda's game show. So if you want to hear more of those episodes, you know where to find them. <laughs> Patreon.com. Oh my God, it was like we were That was it. very impressive. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and if you decide that you love being a patron so much that you want to tell us all about it, um, or, you know, you just want to tell us anything, musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com for your lengthy essays. Please email us. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Um, if there's shows you want us to cover, you want us to talk more Lord of the Rings, you want us to do fellowship, I keep pushing that one. I'm, I really I want, want to. fellowship. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Cam back. Yeah, for let's, that one let's too. get me back. We'll do it. It'll let's be, do it'll it. It'll be a thing. Yes. Um, for all of your specialised Tolkien musical needs, <laughs> you can find us here. Musicals taught me everything I know. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's Matt Young, and I want you to listen to the Story Chunder podcast. It's based on the live event where Brisbane storytellers tell true and sometimes embarrassing stories from their lives for the delight and approval of a live audience. So listen in to the Story Chunder podcast. I'll see you at the Chunder. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.